Welcome to the Millennial Rant, a podcast about whatever's bothering me today. With topics ranging from politics to pop culture, there's a rant to cover everyone. For more Millennial Rant content, you can join me on the web at millennialrant.com. where everybody has to have a thing, right? You, you're, if you're not in the alphabet soup, then you have a mental disability. If you don't have a mental disability, then you have a learning disability or you have a physical disability or you are, I don't know, descended from somebody who once had something happen to them and it was awful. So for example, I have asthma. I was not born with it. I developed it when I was six because we were living in San Bernardino and 30 years ago, the pollution was way worse in California. So I developed it when I was six and I've had problems off and on basically my whole life. There was a good seven year stint there where I really didn't have anything at all. And then it came back with a vengeance when I was 17. So this means that I could use this as a crutch. And to be fair, I totally did because I did not like running in elementary school. And if I could say, Hey, I have asthma. I don't, I can't run. I I was going to do that. And I did. However, comma, severely regret that now that I'm older. I really wish that I hadn't used that as a crutch and I had just powered through and learned how to overcome or work with or whatever my asthma so that now that I'm older, I don't have the stamina issues that I have because I could have been exercising all of my life. Now, what does this have to do with being an alphabet soup person? Unfortunately, everything. We now live in a world where people are using their personal problems as a means to police the world and get ahead. I mean, you we have people who are saying, you know, I'm, you know, transgender, so let me transport from, you know, the from men's to women's where in the men's, they were subpar, and in the women's, they dominate. And everybody's just supposed to be okay with that. And it's absurd. I mean, (laughs) it's just, I don't understand why feminists, of all people, are heralding these men who are dominating women's sports as brave heroes. We're erasing women in all aspects of reality and allowing men to take their places and do it better because that's progress, I guess. But this is not a video about women's sports and transgenders and that sort of thing. Believe me, that's a video for a whole nother day. But it's the same sort of thing. You know, you have someone who says, I have a learning disability, so you need to cater to me lower the standards so that I can just scrape by. Now, there are people who have genuine 
problems with learning. And I'm not saying that there are not. One of my brothers has dyslexia, and it has been very difficult for him, particularly when it comes to taking tests. Now, there's a whole other video that I could do on how test taking is not a true reflection of a person's ability, but that's, again, a video for another day. But there's a difference between my brother, who has worked to overcome his dyslexia and has, you know, acknowledged the fact that this is an issue, and, you know, he's able to get extra time on tests so that he can work through it a little bit longer as opposed to just breezing through like people who don't have dyslexia. There's a difference between getting extra time to work things through slowly and methodically versus just having the test completely scrapped and letting anybody who's anybody just get by without it. There's a difference between I have a problem with this and I need a little bit of extra help versus I have a problem with this so just give it to me anyway. And we are moving into this entitlement attitude of give it to me anyway, even though I haven't worked for it. I haven't, you know, overcome the obstacles for it. I just want it. Don't care how I want it now, right? We've become a entire culture of Verrucas and it's kind of horrifying, honestly. And I don't know what exactly that's going to lead to other than I can guarantee it won't be good. So a while back, like early, early on in season one, I guess not early, early, it would have been after the first 20 episodes, but yeah, whatever the case, I had did a video about people who are now feigning mental illnesses and <laughs> not going to get into that because that really makes me very, very angry, but it's, it's par, right? For the course. And they're not necessarily feigning these mental illnesses because they want to get ahead. They're doing it because they want to fit in. Because we've gotten to a point where in our culture, if there's not something wrong with you, there's something wrong with you. And I, I don't abide it. I don't. And I, I find it disgusting that we are exploiting these these problems that people have and struggle with as if there's some sort of, I don't know, something to be proud of. Like the whole pride movement. Have you ever seen anything more divisive than pride? I mean, really, it, it's, it's not about helping people fit in. It's about pulling people apart and sticking them into little boxes with tiny little labels on them and saying, there, you, 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 this is your place. Stay in your place. And if you don't fit into one of these little boxes, well, you're, you're the enemy. You're the enemy. If you are straight, white, you know, men, basically, straight white men have no place in this. And it, so then is it any wonder that all of these straight white men are suddenly realizing that they're women? And they want to go into women's sports and women's bathrooms and women's locker rooms and women's whatever. You know, the fact that I think for the last two years in a row, we've had a man named as woman of the year. How is that not absurd to anybody but me? I just, I don't understand the logic 
behind this whole divisive movement other than the fact that it is designed to be divisive and it's a lot easier to conquer a country and a people if they're divided than if they're united but now we're getting into conspiracy theory territory so again video for another time my point is there's no need to pull the things that make us different for various whatever reasons and turn them into some sort of badge to be worn on our chests where everybody can see it. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is work through your problems on your own. However you need to do that for you personally, whether that's going to therapy, whether that's, you know, going out in your yard and throwing dishes at a brick wall, whether that is, you know, training quietly to run a mile. I I don't know. Whatever it is that you need to do, whether it's getting medicated or not medicated or whatever, why are we making people's problems and issues and struggles the sum definition of who they are as people? Nobody is just one thing. Nobody. So why are we allowing ourselves to be boiled down to one thing, whatever that one thing may be? Because ultimately, that one thing is the thing that's wrong with you. And I don't want to be known by the thing that's wrong with me. I don't want to be known as that girl with asthma. You know, and yeah, I played it up as a kid. And again, I regret it. And I think, honestly, if my parents knew that I was leaning on it like a crutch, they would have told me to suck it up and deal with it and move past it. Because my parents are those kinds of parents and it's not because they're bad people and it's not because they're bad parents. It's because they love me and they want me to be able to succeed regardless of the struggles that I have that may inhibit my path to success. So don't put a stopper on yourself. Don't put a label on yourself. Don't divide yourself as if that somehow makes you better. Because it doesn't. What really makes you better, what really makes you stand out is rising above those things that make you different and being the best version of yourself that you can be despite your struggles, despite your trials, despite the things that are wrong with you. Oh,